Once upon a time, in TCPIP networking, we had a simple model. You had a client, a laptop, a device, a computer of some type. You had a server, and you connected between them. Both of them had a name and an IP address. But all of that has changed. It's episode 370 of the Dan York Report, and it is an absolutely fascinating time to be involved in computer networking, in particular at internet scale computer networking, because that model that we've begun with has changed in ways that are just, I don't know, to me, I find them fascinating to think about and to look at. Back when I started with the internet in, in the early, in late 1980s, early 1990s, you know, this was the model. Everything had an IP address. And of course, at that time, an IPv4 address, you know, and, and that's what you had, 192.168.24.53, whatever. And you had a name. And you had names of hosts originally, and then domain names, all of these things. And, and this is how networking worked. If you wanted to connect to a site, you would connect directly to the IP address, or you would connect to a um, to a domain name which would be resolved through DNS into an IP address and then your device would connect to the IP address all a pretty simple model you had clients you had servers each of them had a name each of them had an IP address simple easy to understand but today we're in a space where all of those things are changed for instance, domain names, names that we have, fully qualified domain names, FQDNs, whatever we want to call them, they're there. We have a name. You may go to www.google.com or internetsite.org or, or soundcloud.com or whatever you go to. You go to that and DNS is going to give you back an IP address. Or, well, let's just, let's back up. Let's say that it's going to give you back many times, uh, well, no, let's use that. It could be an IP address, or it could be a C name pointing to another name, which would eventually resolve into an IP address. But what's different is that IP address may not map to the server that you went to. If it was to a website, all right, you're probably not going directly to a web server anymore. You with most configurations, you never touch the actual server. Instead, you're touching the edge of some kind of content delivery network or CDN. You're connecting to an edge server and DNS or whatever is running the DNS, operating the DNS, is giving you back an IP address for the, uh, for the, the closest edge server for you. You're connecting to that. So, this idea that you were connecting to a server doesn't happen anymore. You're not going to a server that's sitting on some box somewhere or in some rack. You're going to an edge of a cloud that has been loaded with a copy from that original server. So this whole concept of connecting to a server doesn't work anymore. You, well, it works conceptually, but it doesn't. it's not the reality. You're not connecting to that server. You're connecting to the edge of some kind of CDN, typically, some kind of computing cloud of some form. Now, whether that's a CDN, whether it's a you know, cloud computing platform, whether it's a global load balancer, whatever, some kind of way 
you're connecting there. So from your sake, you're just going to facebook.com. In the background, you're getting, you're querying DNS. DNS is giving you an IP address, but that IP address will be different according to which part of the world you're in. You're gonna get whatever is the closest IP address for Facebook. You're not going to, there's no single server called Facebook. There are thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. I have no idea how many actual edge version, edge servers there may be. You're connecting to one of those and interacting with the site and doing it all that way. But you're not actually hitting a single box. Single boxes aren't there anymore. Now, the other part is, you're, I'm saying a, a typical environment where you're getting the edge, um, an edge server of a CDN network. You're getting a different IP address based on where you might be and what kind of place, all of that. But another part of this that changes things is um, you, uh, you may have something called an Anycast IP address, which is where multiple servers advertise the same IP address. And, but you may get one of a thousand different servers. Now, now wait a minute, that, just back up there for a second, right? Because we've historically known that a device had a, if you went to www.example.com, you queried DNS, you got back an IP address and you connected to that server. It was a box in a rack or on it somewhere. It was a server running software that had an IP address and a host name. www.example.com mapped to 192.168.24.12 went to a server somewhere. Now, we've already said, the CDNs may change that www.example.com to whatever IP address is convenient. So you don't have a cloud, you don't have a single server, you have a cloud of servers that are out there. But then, that IP address might also potentially be to multiple different servers in different places. If you think of something like some of these public DNS servers, 8.8.8.1.1.1.1, quad nine, any of these, you just have one IP address, 8.8.8.8 is Google's public DNS server. 1.1.1.1 is Cloudflare's, okay? You're not hitting a single server you're using something called Anycast to go to one of potentially a thousand different servers that are all responding to that same single IP address. So we've gone to a place where a host name could actually point to any one of a number of IP addresses. Those IP addresses might in fact connect to any one of a number of different servers. But then you take it another level too and those servers may not be running on a box or rack these days. They're not, they're very often, all the software and everything else is running in containers, Docker containers or some other format of containers that are running on different kinds of servers. And they're, and they're there. So you don't even have a box anymore or a rack. You, you know, it's, it's, we've gone beyond virtual machines. You don't even have a virtual machine. You have a container running in some kind of hosting environment. You may be using Kubernetes to have a cluster of containers that are being orchestrated to respond as if they're one thing. So 
if you get to the 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 host name which gets you to an IP address which might be on a CDN which will get you to an edge server somewhere out on the edge and or maybe that IP address goes to an anycast cloud of some network of servers that are out there in some way and even when you get to those servers they may be running on containers that are in different parts of the world and the universe whatever else or these days some of those containers and other things might actually be running on the servers that are on the edge of the CDN. It's so trippy sometimes without even getting into things like software-defined networking or network disaggregation, things that are happening down at the, the, the hardware layer and the software layer of the routing and everything else. All of that monolithic model in some ways that we used to know where you had you know, host names, IP addresses, servers, you had routers in the middle, you had all these different things. All of that is changing. It's, it's, a, it's a, a fascinating time to be in this space of networking because all of this is changing. It, it's astounding to me. I love it. You know, I've been working in computer networking since the mid 80s and, you know, 30 years later, I'm still loving this stuff every day because we're changing it. We're giving amazing new capabilities and amazing new levels of complexity at times too. But it's just fascinating to think about all of that model that we've had, the client, the server, the names, the IP addresses, all of that has changed in this space where we disaggregate that network model, break it down into many different parts and different places. I don't know. I find it fascinating. CDNs, these overlay networks, these pieces that are here, any cast and breaking up IP addresses, containers and running code wherever, and now even serverless environments, as they are called, where you're running things potentially on the edges of CDNs and edges of cloud networks and even more. I find it all fascinating. Love to hear your comments. Do you find it fascinating itself? Do you just want to throw up your, your hands and run away? Y'all get off my lawn and give me back my own server? Or do you enjoy this and see what the amazing capabilities are? Love to hear from you. You could leave comments on soundcloud.com slash York or any of the social networks where you find this posted. And I welcome your comments and feedback. You can also send them to me by email to dyork, D-Y-O-R-K, at lodestar2, L-O-D-E-S-T-A-R-2.com. You can send me comments there as well. You can read more of my audio and writing at danyork.me. Uh, thanks for listening and bye for now.